0: welcome back to my lovely HP community as we noticed I'm sure you guys noticed I know I noticed yesterday was a bunch of reconfirmations around this nice week of ascension energies galactic energies it's fascinating for me because I am almost at this point not a hundred percent certain because we can't have a hundred percent certainty. That's the beauty of being married to the unknown. You can have 9.99999% certainty, but you can never have that point zero 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 one percent. And this is actually funny because it's something that I remember I used to think very often. It was once I learned it though, because I think till a certain age you know i learned like anybody else to not say never say never you know those those experiences because as children we have our lovely imagination that is part of our day-to-day now some of us were lucky and we did get this lovely 5d body type is what i'm going to call it um And I say lucky because yesterday, my lovely, I have a new teacher now. So we have another new two courses for that trauma certificate that I'm getting. It's an educational one. It'll help all of my lovely inner growth mentorees, all of you guys, the entire Inspiring Human Potential community, and anyone who unconditionally loves humanity and wants to support people on their journey to getting to find out that they can actually unconsciously love themselves they don't have to not they don't have to keep meeting any type of social compulsion because once they understand that it is your mammalian heritage it is your nervous system it is your defense and attachment systems that are interacting with life you your body you don't even need to talk about consciousness even though obviously you have consciousness but what i'm saying is what you can break everything down to is very simple and it's called your body and then it communicates to you all the time and we already talked about the four types of memory which are divided into two categories i forget um Right now, the specifics of the four and the two, but I'm wanting to focus on one of them, anyways. Right now, so implicit memory, the one that you don't recall from your mind, that's what the body stores. And I'd love for those who are regular listeners and anybody who's new, you can try too, to guess when, when it forms. And, and then let, let's pick up. I'm gonna take a sip of coffee while you guys contemplate. What age do you think? memory forms. And I do have my notes with me in front of me so that I could make sure I'd get the, the age group right. So did you guys guess? anybody think three and a half years old before you are of the three and a half year old age group, every one of you and me, We got to have our implicit memory develop and work. And if you remember, I think it was Ron Siegel that shared the data point that our default network establishes by our 10, 12-month self. And that by seven years old is when you'll begin to enact and interact with children with this default network. So you'll hear, I think it's in one of the inner growth episodes, say something about people and them judging the dark auras because you know this is the thing about the ascension community they want to talk about 5d but they don't actually know what it is to unconditionally love if they did they'd stop talking about entities and they'd start getting some research on the psychoeducation maybe or do something different than talk about entities essentially and about each other in the most uh, inappropriate and disrespectful way for a person who loves humanity and it's our own species so i would say that it's kind of like the logical thing if we have to break down logic that you would despise your own species and then think that you love yourself to death that's kind of you know not that i'm being sarcastic right now because obviously that's not the case i mean Yes, the narcissist does think that he or she loves themselves to death, but they don't, which is excruciatingly painful for the person who knows that they don't. Because, again, a facade is all a facade. And so, if you can see to the depth of your being and the depth of another being, then you would see the actual facade and you'd not call a person a dark aura. In a sense of they must be some son or daughter of some black entity or whatever again from those lovely mythological books that exist and that did give our species a lot of things to believe in before thankfully technology was created by man humanity man and woman and now we can see in the body and they can actually see that there isn't this whatever evil however it is that they came up with thinking that there was something evil in a person's body but then again Our nervous system does engage in a certain way and here so what the teacher was describing said so imagine implicit memory we're working with our implicit memory or we're going to be working with it but the three and a half year old has this implicit memory developing so all of the overwhelming experiences are stored and they arise in the body and so if you experience terror you don't know it don't know that your body experienced terror it doesn't have a time stamp you don't have conscious awareness of it how would you know that your body experienced terror and again the example I give you is if you cried and you got pinched well get that is to your body if in your house your sibling was getting beaten or there was yelling or whatever was happening and you know your own household I do not and even putting aside the household there's still to say that a body has its own perception you know so there can be anything anything we don't know what your body soared in that three and a half years and then this will present itself in time and that's because our survival the body and the mind is to help you survive and it will do what it can to ensure that you are safe but when you as you grow up doesn't mean that you'll be safe but your body will have stored that sense of safety so if it goes to dorsal vagal and or sympathetic which would be the uh, hyper arousal is sympathetic dorsal vagal is the hypo and as sue is the name of the teacher said trauma survivors will navigate both quite easily and I actually have witnessed this by more than just one person the navigating and all of the attachment styles uh, all of them like seriously and this just breaks my heart because again the person needs to be aware that they are an okay human being <laughs> And that maybe they they don't really know themselves because they haven't paid attention to if their body feels safe or not safe and um, the reactions that we all have they're immediate you're not contemplating you're already acting from whatever your body stored the body is also um, experiential so your relationships matter the pattern of your experience. In your household creates physical and experiential emotional everything and that contour is quite important neglect is one of the major reasons why people aren't able to be uh, and at the very least secure attachment and moving beyond that and it takes some time before people can find their true unconditional love because you're gonna want to work with the body change that charge so the body and the mind to confirms what greg braden has already shared with us and even he said guru even though he talks about it with karma the body and the mind are charged the only way to become free of your implicit memories patterns excuse me the charge state is that you pause and create right here is where that space so people this is why we can't only have consciousness i'm sorry you know to a sad guru or to a jesus or to you know any of those buddha the philosophy it's not that it's not enough it's that the minute a person doesn't actually know that their body has information that they only can release is the minute that again you can speak all you want that's not going to help this immediate way of feeling reacting that a person doesn't even aware that it, you're not aware of it guys until you begin pausing on your own and noticing these patterns on your own so some things or something has to happen to help you to start having an awareness that there are things you don't really appreciate about your safety behaviors and it needs to be in a loving way though if you don't have love and really curiosity as Sue points out to be curious of one's own body I will probably be integrating this at some point within the inner growth mindset courses because it's always been about curiosity but to actually add either a module or presentation to say okay be curious about everything every emotion I've always personally been curious because why wouldn't I be again I'm not my worst enemy why would I be my worst enemy Now I understand physiologically why people are their worst enemies. It's called the negativity bias that a brain has. All of our brains have it. And it defends us. So when our nervous system is interacting with the lack of predictability, the unknown doesn't like it. And it will engage with social engagement. That's the attach, cry for help. So when you cry, you're trying to attach. If you got hugged and embraced enough, and here's where um sue mentions this there's a lack of embrace i forget where it was that a person didn't feel and therefore they don't actually know how to be in ease in their body they don't there are people that don't know what it's like to be in unconscious love and in safety in their body like dr bezel van der Kolk says so if the body's unsafe the mind's unsafe And I loved when she says, she says, don't call yourselves practitioners, don't, you know, call yourselves this, this, this. She said, define yourselves as psychobiological interactive regulators because it's all about helping a person to be present enough in the now. So the now is the only time things change, by the way. Sadhguru, Greg Braden, Dr. Joe Dispenza, all of them share with you these tools, these skills, I'm sharing with you the why these things work. And here's where ascension, again, is nothing more than a person becoming a 100% inversion human being, because you're actually aware of your body, heart, and mind, you're interacting, knowing that you have a reptilian brain, that's where she mentions the reptilian brain, that's Our survival and it will always think it's doing something good for you but it established stuff at three and a half years old and before and again if you felt terror you don't know any better so you want to hone in on unconditional love for yourself and others pure and simple because that might that just might give you the ability to achieve this state of equanimity so you can do it philosophically but here again the why It takes your effort, your time, and right now, those of you who are ready, you are gaining information to basically allow yourself to start being the person you've decided and you've seen you want and you can be with the unconditional love I'm talking, and then allow yourself to know to work with the charge states. This is where it's going to take time for you to. You need to pause. It's not going to be doing, you're not doing this with external, you're doing it with yourself. When you pause and you interrupt, this is where you're disengaging. You learned about neuroplasticity, you're disengaging from the neural pathway, the habit, and you're starting to disengage from using it. And then you're starting to create a new pure and simple zero equanimity, being able to accept oneself it's your choice consciously and then you're going to work it through from your mind to your heart to your body for those of you who don't already have a 5d body type and i'm using five dimensions unconditional love and light that light is neutrality we're all light we're all energy we're all cells we're all you know a composite of these cells and although some want to compare us to the earth we're not just earth earth is not just earth like we're, we're part of the sky let's stop you know again identifying and here another one of my this is with nicabm.com courses the subscription we're learning about change and why people are you know what i don't like our blanket statements you guys know this because every time anyone i don't care what expertise they have makes a blanket statement especially somebody who can define another person's mental well-being it's something that i find a bit arrogant to overgeneralize, and you'd think they'd remember that overgeneralizing is something that was found in empirical data to keep people stuck in trauma and to be more inclined to have PTSD. But then again, as people who forget that they don't know everything, because we all can forget that, I'm sure I've mentioned never ever, you know, in more than one podcast. I have a lot of things I said that I'd be like wait I, I said this <laughs> but I meant this you know or something or I reconsider that and here's the cute aspect once you accept that you're imperfect guys and so that people can see you as a hypocrite that people can from the outside see you however they want to see you it's not any of my business quote-unquote it's my business if they interact with me but only because I want to interact with them so i'll listen because i care right and when you care about every person you'll listen and you'll try to respect them and to be civil at the very least so this is where formalities are for being civil and polite to each other which we all can do once we're grown up because we got taught for the most part some of us don't have a safe enough body and so we don't we have actually biological rudeness and just this morning, I was going to have to announce to you guys in case this, there's a person near my house. They, every now and then, I think they're, they're not very well, so they'll just be yelling at people and just rambling, but they're quite loud. And I think they're not dangerous, but then again, they, they're not well either, and they really should have help for these people, but none of the countries, I think, actually help people. But then again... I don't know enough about that so accepting yourself and that was a side note accepting yourself truly means to be able and understand that your implicit memory is part of your body you don't remember how your body felt or how you felt in your household before you know a certain age you might have flashes but part about your behavior is important to note that beneath it is your nervous system when these ascension energies come about all the um called insecurities because if you were secure you'd stay in your ventral vagal state you'd stay in your green zone you wouldn't get overwhelmed when you're navigating between sympathetic and dorsal vagal it's because your body's overwhelmed and if again you are have been overwhelmed your entire life you don't know it because you go between sympathetic dorsal vagal because that's how your body learns to give you a break from time to time from this hyper arousal state and the fact that you weren't able to attach and cry means you have a structural, the structural model one, where the left and right brain, so you're going to pretend and, and think everything's okay. And whenever those traumatized parts come out through the please, appease, attach, cry for help, collapse, submit, flight, fight, freeze, pause, freeze, fawn. We have the attachment styles, anxious, avoidant, fearful, all together they create disorganized. We have the uh, what's it called? The narcissist is in the anxious. Let me go grab that list. is a good one to grab for a minute and just read to you guys a little bit. Um, then we got some new said guru quotes, or at least one new one. So here we have, yeah. So the avoidant attachment, they trust themselves, but they don't trust others. Remember, healthy attachment means you trust yourself and you trust others the anxious attachment does not trust themselves but they do trust other people okay while the fearful attachment does not trust themselves and they do not trust others and the fearful attachment then is the disorganized attachment okay for avoidant this is where aloof uninterested emotionally unavailable does not give love easily or quickly the narcissist is in this category the anxious attachment is borderline anxiety codependent gives love too easily and quickly and then for fearful they have no boundaries they have difficulty giving and receiving love and when you bring them all together there's this this disorganized attachment that takes place and i'm seeing if there's anything that i can add to this note oh and by the way so here's where yeah, the disorganized attachment does it all they do all three of these all to the other two anxious and avoidant so they can be narcissist borderline they can it depends on their partner they will be the opposite and or because as always not only energetically speaking guys but so here sad guru quote there is security to in repetitive life patterns but there are no possibilities no growth present is the only place you change because it's in the pause that you will be able to be aware of your body and you in the pause are able to get a handle on your prefrontal cortex the ventral vagal state you need to calm the overwhelm to get your system to calm down and for your brain to be participant your brain is only participant in its survival mode until that moment once again ascension energies i know that most of you who tune in here don't need this all this information but it is important for you to understand why people do what they do and you do what you do without judging it no judgment towards you or others here's the other part so nicabm.com chris willard i think is the name of the teacher and he works at harvard and he's phd and he's a psychiatrist or psychologist he has his own patients and works with teenagers adults all all age groups and he talked about how people they come in and they have decided through the internet to identify what they are. So, some I'm, I'm a narcissist, I'm this, I'm that, okay? And he talks about identification as a social compulsion, which is exactly what it is. Now, here's the part I share with you guys data points, you know, this to support an inner growth journey. In fact, I always expand. And I always remind you, and I'll do my best to remind people again and again and again, that these pieces of information are not to label you. But if you're labeling yourself, you're already not doing inner growth. When you label yourself, you're simply allowing yourself to be like a parent or society. And when people don't know who they are, that's why they need labels. When people don't know who they are, they're going to keep having teachers. They're going to keep having people tell them what to do. They're going to keep being oblivious to the fact that they're doing it. When you are yourself to be yourself, you'll hear in the, what is it, not today, tomorrows, at a certain point, I share with you, it is either towards the end, that I personally have the last word for anything that is related to my life. When you can have the last word, and it's not a thought, and it's not an action, it's an actual feeling at ease, and a feeling of clear conscious and a feeling of of it's more it's not peace it's an enriched moment of satisfaction of fulfillment it is a sigh of relief it is many things what it is most is that it matches 203 percent hundred your heart in a way that says yes this is what it is now if you don't have a relationship with your body of trust and you cannot begin to build one you cannot begin to know this feeling that i just described this is why you need to remember that if you experienced any type of terror you don't remember it if you were that young and this is why the body is still in its rigid form in your yellow and red zones this is not good and this is not bad this is called trauma it's called implicit memory it's called many things and it's simply you when you're upset have things you can learn about yourself and this is where the inner growth mindset helps people to be themselves and a person once said but am myself which is good they made me reflect on how to expand on the idea because i already knew people are going to say well who am i who else am i but you don't know the depths of you you don't know that your nervous system learned how to defend yourself or that your body felt a feeling and you might be crapping on yourself your entire life from your body i don't care what your mind says because your mind can catch up but if your body doesn't actually feel good if you don't feel actually at ease to be in your own skin it's a very specific feeling it's called love guys i'm serious and love has always been unconditional but there's a whole bunch of stuff on that note we're not going your body remembers what your mind forgets and people are just too busy throwing shit on humanity first of all to realize that every time you judge our own species you're an indication of a person who's judging themselves, and you're not even aware of what your body is experiencing. And you're talking about, you know, law of attraction, law of manifestation I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Every one of us has a calling. And some of us have the calling to help people to stop being assholes to themselves and humanity and to realize that you're only going to live half a life because you're not going to achieve an enlightenment soul age group if you keep crapping on shit that isn't yours one and you're not even paying attention to what's in your own body. And I wanna keep my compassion hat on because that's the only best way to share kindness and love. But there's moments where I would really just say, how is this not clear to every person that when they're talking about themselves in this pity party way, because that's what egos do, they're supporting each other's themes and the, an awareness that they're just supporting each other's patterns of insecurities with we groups and being the same, you know, it's, it's seriously, this is why the dark aura means nothing to a person who has the eyes to see that it's just a person who's in their ego without awareness of it, guys who's in a body that has had trauma without awareness. Now I have words to use to describe what I didn't have words to use before. Or I had a limited version of words, which was as a kid, why are people being so stupid? Why are they being so mean to each other? Why are they being so mean to me? Why are they doing all these things that they shouldn't be doing? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It's not healthy. It's not right. It doesn't do anything good for them. It doesn't do anything good for the planet. Like such a straightforward way to see things i was a child i'm a grown-up i see the same things you know what the grown-ups that i know tell me oh because humanity is evil oh because humanity is shit. that's the only the only words that come out of people's mouths whenever it's oh oh let's not forget i have rainbow tainted glasses on excuse me and the little ponies are flying in the air that's exactly (laughs) this is where people's mouths go i simply have the respect to leave them alone and let them keep living what is in my book a very unnecessarily miserable life but they want to carry all of the rest of us in it which is where the compassion hat comes off but the compassion hat comes back on with the psychologist so long story short guys don't be in the pity party be in the grown-up party and be in a party that's called uh first of all to you. And yes, we all have trauma. And so we should really stop getting on each other's cases about our attachment styles and identifying and labeling and using words to throw at each other. Because the minute you're throwing any label at any other person, you are ignoring the opportunity to be in the now, to pause yourself from your overwhelm and to grow out of this pattern that is a defense mechanism that keeps your body in a charged state. And that is very ineffective for your body's well-being because when you're in sympathetic or dorsal vagal, there's a lot of things that take place. And you don't know about them because you don't know what it's like to be in a ventral vagal state body yet. If you actually practice it, you'll see the benefits. Whenever I get passionate, I already feel the difference in my body, guys. I will get passionate because that's how much it means to me. To share these data points but really I get passionate because that's how much it pains me to see people continue to simply use because at the end of the day it turns out to be one storyline one and it's called fear and then it's called I'm going to label it evil people and evil life and that's what I'm going to give it because we have those words but then again that's exactly where you have your free will and that's also where you have your choice and that's why the world is always where it's meant to be and we're always doing the same cycles either you're going to get out of your secure life pattern and move out of this space or not and the person's world it changes is yours as for the world around us look at our history books it keeps moving forward yes we went from prehistoric with whatever was going on I always forget my data points to you know the medieval serfdom. then we got the industrial the enlightenment yada 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 now we're in our technological age and some people are just so sad too bad that we're here you know helping people to live longer because of course why would we want people to live longer we don't like people forgetting that they're people three and a half years old before this age your implicit memory has taken uh, notes of every experience there is no time stamp and so if you met terror and any type of neglect and abuse well you have a lot of pausing you may want to start doing as you interact and not in a judgmental way but in a curious way as you allow yourself to really allow love compassion to be a part of your day-to-day curiosity is what you want to have in the lead now curiosity is automatic for the 5d body type because we're in our ventral vagal state the ventral vagal state is when you're grounded curious you are present in the now your prefrontal cortex and your cingulate you're not in a traumatized brain the prefrontal cortex and cingulate are engaged the insula is engaged you have awareness of your physiology you have awareness of what you're thinking you are participating all of you guys know the ones who regularly tune in where I've shared with you many different stories one of them was in a moment where I was having a panic attack and I was also contemplating something very important to me, and in that moment I decided to share. I knew it wasn't 100% ideal because I was definitely emotionally reactive, meaning in a very sad, sad space, and I was having a panic attack, which wasn't ideal either. So I could have expressed what I was going to express uh, in a way that was not positive. What does that mean? Anytime you want to accuse anyone, or involve them in your life in a way of demanding or attaching or defending any of that any of that for the person who's life sensitive let me repeat for the person who's life sensitive it's not okay to go and point a finger at somebody and and involve them in your life they're not you and you're not them they owe you nothing you owe them nothing except for politeness at the very least and that's what definitely has been established distance formality and zero-ness therefore that is in the book of you know when things go the way they go but in that moment I was very present I chose to share in an effective and the right way which would be not by pointing fingers but by presenting an emotional situation it was not met or welcomed it was in fact reacted with and as we know attachment styles don't do well when people are expressing their emotions because they are not in a green zone so not only are they not listening to you their own self-referencing world is there so they're already applying whatever it is that is their pattern their habits and their egos involved and there's an adaptive child emotion response which means self-preservation not forgiveness Harshness is for sure, seeing things only in twos. And so you only hear a something that is really a nothing because it's again three and a half years old where the implicit memory has done whatever it could to keep a person safe, and then their environment did the rest, and the person also has their own identity, which I'm sure based on an environment will include self-criticism and or criticism of the external, and this is what people with different attachment styles do again narcissism borderline the disorganized this is all excessive reactiveness and whenever that happens it means there's a red or yellow it's biological rudeness it's not the person it's their defense system and attachment system you're meeting their please appease attach cry for help collapse submit flight, fight, freeze, pause, freeze, fawn, you're meeting, they're chosen safety behavior from when they were a child to now that they're grown-up and they don't even know. Because if they knew, they wouldn't have, any person doesn't react if they know that this pattern is something that is uncalled for. So it means they would acknowledge there's no need for me to react to a person expressing their emotions in a way of basically um, attacking them. Attacking their person attacking everything that they are just because you know like, when you can understand that that is not even an attack this is where again guys you don't label it an attack those who are in a 4d body type are not able to speak these words or think them yet because they're still looking at that type of reaction with the idea of that's a dark aura or that's a negative energy person or that's an energy vampire person or that's a narcissist who's an asshole or that's this shitty piece of human being a 4d 3d body type is busy judging another human being from their own heart and their own body because in fact they are just as overwhelmed as the other person in front of them and they're co regulating which is why anxious, avoidant, and fearful with the disorganized attachment people will interact with each other's charged states. Now, the 5D body type isn't interacting to siphon energy. They're trying to bring harmony. And I gave you this little story because, like I said, I was present with my prefrontal cortex saying, okay, you can share this, but this is where you are in a panic attack moment and emotionally upset make sure you say things the way that you'll be okay with once you're done speaking and also know that don't expect because there's no expectations when you are in quantum relationships or just any relationship because it's unconditional love it's not i'm going to tell you something so that it may obtain an objective no it's i'm going to share something with a person who's in my relationship group of people When you're life sensitive, you share life with people. No person is somebody you need, they don't need you, you don't owe them, they don't owe you. So once you can fully accept yourself, there is no pity party because a person and or people are not in your life for you to be accepted, seen, or given help when you're in a vulnerable place. Your loved ones don't need to help you. But it's because you help yourself How by being in your ventral vagal state that's very simple it's a body's feeling it has nothing to do with the mind and i don't even have to apply enlightenment if i don't want to it's the feeling of safety within your own body it's the feeling of neutrality this is why when i was saying before i dislike very much when any of these subject matter experts gives a blank slate because they are saying things that they're not thinking through a healthy person healthy person emotionally mentally physically will not criticize themselves they will not be their worst enemy they will not have an inner critic they, they, they they'll they'll have a person a voice they'll have themselves to keep them in a place of respect these are two different words inner critic means somebody's criticizing If I know I'm imperfect, I'm not going to criticize my imperfections. I'm going to look to expand and better myself if you want to have to use that word. So all these words, this is where people don't know what it means to, I'm going to love yourself with imperfections. It means I will mess up. I will mess up. There's no doubt about it. I don't have to criticize it constructive criticism is the way people get out of this whole using the criticism word i'm just going to use another word and i'm going to call it expanding learning growing up i'm going to call it a gazillion other things it doesn't have to be criticism because that word gives a specific energy and it has a tone and it also has specific components to it and there's no need to criticize unless you're trying to make everybody exactly the same which apparently is in the book of every person even though they want to talk about individuality you are you i'm me they are they and yada 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 so we don't need constructive criticism or criticism even though these words exist so if you're going to use it you might as well use constructive criticism but i'm going to highly suggest that those of you who are wanting to achieve your 5d state remember what i just said that vibration of that word does not match up. What matches unconscious love is knowing you are imperfect, I'm imperfect. we We will fuck up because that's natural, but you will be able to expand and learn from it. That's the whole point of a conscious process consistently expanding themselves because you're not crapping on yourself. But to do this, you must trust yourself and others. To be in a healthy, in a green zone, there must be trust. What is trust? It's the ability to be vulnerable. What is the ability to be vulnerable? Do you not need to attach or defend in a moment when you're vulnerable? Because that's the moment when you'll be able to see the feeling without judging you or another. In this class from yesterday, we, had to, we got to watch a demo because we get to do these um, exercises. So I get to practice what I learn so that I can also integrate it in our mentorship program, obviously, besides our topics and the person that was being uh, brought to do the demo had a feeling and i believe the word they used was rage and they even showed what it looked like and sue was getting them to okay let's not allow it to be because you can't allow it to be in a certain form but let's describe it let's talk about it and at a certain point the person said but it's it doesn't feel right to feel this towards a person this is like something they acknowledge the level of rage that they have for a person and they're acknowledging it with judgment because they're saying that this isn't a right thing and sue is trying to get them because this is the point if you don't work through the energy if you don't accept all your parts you're not going to become the whole version of you this is where you're not allowing your traumatized part to come forth you're not allowing the emotion to speak charged state you're allowing your mind to get in the way because you're thinking of an action which you're not going to take so no judgment it's curiosity towards the parts of you because your body as even our lovely sue points out dr bezel all of the doctors psychiatrists psychologists they're not all doctors because they don't all have phds they all talk about the body is an ingenious ingenious thing the body helped to keep you away from danger your body did what it could and your mind to ensure your safety so the body and your safety behaviors are not something that should be seen with judgment or shame every pattern we have was brilliantly inspired by a smart body that has its own intelligence and it was an act of love towards you this is what breaks my heart that every person's body simply acted out of love to know this out of your whole being is something that people don't know because they keep crapping on their emotions when they come up such as rage or vengeance or any of these other emotions which i don't know them because i don't have vengeance towards people i do know heartbreak it's very different and anytime the depth of a person's pain is revealed like this it's very heartbreaking to know that your child self protected you is something that is very important it's not about pity party it's actually about having a kindness attitude towards yourself and people don't have it towards humanity let alone themselves they don't have it because they just you know are all stuck oh, I don't even know what percentage it is but They don't believe in the psychoeducation and actually most of them don't even have half of it. You know, I see people quoting Eric Fromm just the other day I saw and they're quoting the art of loving. And what are they quoting? The part about uh, criticizing other people. They're not quoting (laughs) the codependent relationships that show people they don't know what love is. They're not quoting something about unconditional love. No, no, they're quoting what people not to be around based on their own judgment of other people or their own criticism this is where it's a quote-unquote it's not hilarious in a funny way it's hilarious in the oh my god this is so sad like all pieces of information that can help you to learn how to love are being used against yourself let me think that through so again the body if you experience terror you don't even know it and you know keep crapping on humanity guys not you but this is where the 4d 3d body type man you're not even halfway there yet if you were then you would learn to be in a state of actual compassion so for those of you who are being dealt whatever it is you're being dealt right now with the energies it's about you being able to actually be kind and neutral and this is where those charged states people they're not the ones tuning in here they serve their purpose but they're not even halfway to becoming the type of person they could be Which would be eloquent which would be um, enriching and and a lot of other things that would speed along what our earth needs our earth actually needs people to work together but as long as people have decided that they must fight each other because of sticking to this separateness consciousness we, we those of us who actually love humanity can only do what we can do and when people rebuttal and they refuse to love each other not even themselves do they even little do they know that they don't love themselves Um, you know it is what it is so we'll vibe and keep sharing that enlightenment voice but at the end of the day it's co-creation this is also why there's a complete acceptance in a way that charged people don't understand they like to talk the talk and get aggressive and attack you when you're talking about how to love humanity and that's fine you know, being talked to in a way of actually being accused of being a person who's violent. One of the comments that I've had throughout my lifetime, that one really shocked me. And that was the day I knew, okay, obviously this is something unhealthy. Like, it has to be unhealthy because that's a word. Violence doesn't exist with love. And the only way a person can ever use that word means you have no idea what love is. And here again, you have implicit memory and if you experience terror in your body you won't know any better until you start pausing and reflecting and pausing and reflecting and pausing and reflecting and actually doing it with curiosity so the exercise with rage um was one where the sue was trying to say okay let's feel it through how's the energy and she's getting the person to describe it if you can engage with your energetic experiences whatever it is you're going through as these ascension energies are about with curiosity with yourself it has nothing to do with other people you might just make headway to choosing equanimity and eventually developing a full relationship with yourself that you can keep moving along with because it's not a one day done deal guys the life patterns this is why Sadhguru can say what he says but it requires the human elements the psychoeducation for a person to know that it's not only you doing you know the yoga which works energetic centers you're not only a body and it's not only the heart so here with Greg Braden he reminded me again of the heart it has its own little neural network so when you've experienced something your mind and your heart both have a memory so does your gut you know when we think of the polyvagal theory you have three aspects at the very least to work with and they're all in your own body so you can self-regulate but this is where your heart still has stored important information and it comes through in the way you behave with each other and in the way you are reactive if you don't work with your emotional state you can't work with your charge state you can't work with your nervous you're not working with anything you're not growing you're staying in a life pattern it's not about changing who you are people think this is changing who you are you before your three and a half years of age experience something that you don't recall and when people talk about oneness consciousness and the feeling of satori and all that stuff that's what we most likely felt before we began to feel fear and or however the body was feeling because again we don't have a timestamp. it's only a way which is why the 5d body type is and are the ones who are the voices right now that are spreading we have we group leaders they're 4d 3d body types and they serve a purpose again the purpose is to bring forth the charged states and it's the 5d who are saying we accept and see you here's where we have this for you and slowly moving in that direction or quickly time really doesn't exist so as you allow yourself to embrace this new energy if you can flick to the side right shame unworthiness and if you can allow you to constantly be curious about how you are organized your nervous system your perceptions your thoughts to do this without any shame without any judgment to look at every pattern for what it is it was a brilliant way that your infant self was able to organize and 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 protect and perceive life in a way that wasn't painful or scary for you and your experiential life is experiential so you and your relationships and how you learn to experience the world around you matters who you've welcomed into your home into your bed into your life are people that potentially match something that was a part of your home you're recognizing it you know when you can be an unconditionally loving person you don't a 5d person self-empowered with enlightenment you don't get rid of people they don't draw energy from you you know, one of the classes we drew a tree of life and they asked us to name some important people. Obviously I named some. There it's not all inclusive, but the four came in. and you know, this is where the lady went on about the tree and was it her or was it the other people? I forget. Well, either way. The it was one of the psychiatry psychology classes, but I'm forgetting which one it was. The tree of life was in my art therapy. It was beautiful to draw by the way. I, I wanna draw another one, but the aspect of this tree was in the the change yeah so it's an nicabm subscription courses now that i recall better and they were saying this project that they went ahead to do with another person one of the countries in latin america or south america and um they (coughs) they had healthy trees around sick trees and they would take the healthy tree away because the healthy tree was feeding the sick trees and she used this whole example to say the healthy tree you can't save the sick trees it will just die with them so there's this mindset and idea of you needing to remove yourself from certain situations and i get it so this is where you need to recognize what body type you are and what type of person you are if you're not yet self empowered then yes you must remove yourself from these situations quote unquote you must if you don't You'll be affected. Your energetic spectrum's affected. Your emotional spectrum's affected because you're not yet empowered enough to be able and be completely neutral. It's not about having an armor. This is where people in the 4D realm really get it wrong. As long as you have an armor, you're depleting yourself of energy because armor means you need to defend. It means you don't feel safe in that environment. You're not in your green zone. When I'm around people, I'm always in my green zone doesn't matter what they're doing they're not taking anything from me except for the love that i want to share in that circumstance period and it's because energy is energy they're not sucking it out they're not again if you're in green zone this is where you are actually empathically and somatically with somatic empathy you're feeling their feelings but it's because you are in a 5D self-empowered, enlightened body that you're not considering that a good or bad thing because you are respecting and recognizing the life that you have in front of me, in front of you. If I have a person who has an attachment style, that is who they are. This is not good or bad. That is who they are. Now, if I can help, and how do I help? I don't help by running the fuck away, do I? I I don't help by judging them, do I? I don't, that's not helping that's actually simply engaging in the style and in the energetic spectrum which is why again when these psychiatrists psychologists love making their little blanket statements they really should reconsider because they're taking averages versus remembering that there's 7.9 billion people so unless you go and analyze all of them you really shouldn't be making blanket statements because you don't know all of these you know people but they will to try and help people obviously so it's up to us those of us who are independent from information to remind people of the fact that subject matter experts they do their research they are there to support us the same way charged people and every one of us supports each other i'm here to say we're all individuals you're your own individual and you have been organized a specific way if you get to know your organized self then you might you just might be able to move into a space that is enlightening and that will be able to be around anyone and anything and you're not getting sucked out and nothing's happening except for a beautiful engagement obviously not so beautiful depending on what happens as you're interacting because here's where if there are triggers there's going to be the need to tend to them and then potentially distance but it's a-okay at the end of the day for the person who's in a state of complete acceptance of self and of others equanimity is the beginning of that and it's not a pity party it's you being curious again about how you're organized the minute you're self-empowered you know how you're organized and you work now in neutrality so with love and kindness for your own patterns and it's thanks to your interactions with others pokety poke become tickle tickle that you get to bring forth the 5d and if you want enlightened version of yourself so on that note today i will leave you with this accept yourself for who you are be unconsciously loving and let the energies help you to move into this beautiful new space of equanimity and we'll be back again with more tomorrow